What's the deal? It's Mr. Fresh to Death, Pretty Boy Smooth, and you are now listening to Wrestling Cheers. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially during Black History Month. This is Wrestling Cheers. We'd like to talk about things going on in the Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is the first interview for Black History Month with Jocelyn Navarro. I'm your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by the Trending Topics Network and Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe your Evolutions Fine podcast. Whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose, DesireWrestlingCheers at gmail.com, and we have the merch store over at WhatAManeuver.net. Like I said, this is the first interview of Black History Month, something we've never really done here on the show, mainly because sometimes there are wrestling shows that run during this month and the year that we've had in the past year, I decided to take some time and spotlight some black talent. And I think too, like I've been really bad and it, it was never on purpose of highlighting black wrestlers here on this show. And today she is not only AIW wrestler, but she is going to be the first black female wrestler here on the podcast Jocelyn Navarro, how's it going this evening? I'm going great. How are you? I'm I'm going I'm going uh it's that's all right, you know. We got the we got the Super Bowl coming up this week, so that's kind of a fun thing I'm to look excited. forward to. Yeah. yeah. I mean it sucks. Yeah, I'm excited about that. It sucks the Browns didn't make it, but you know, it's just progress. Yeah. I, I feel like um uh, honestly we beat ourselves in that in that game. But we've we made it that far, so I'm I'm really excited to see what we can do um next season. Yeah, I've, I look at just like the progress we've done over the past, you know, three or four years. I didn't even expect to get this far. The fact mm-hmm. that we made it above eight and eight and we made it into the playoffs. We beat the Steelers and beat, well, beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh with Big Ben. And I just look at it now as we have something to capitalize on next year. And that's something I am really, really looking forward to. Same. I want to go to a game next year. So, like, I've been supporting the Browns for a long time, so it was it was really nice to see them have a really good season this year. Like <laughs> I was so excited. Hands down, the same thing for me. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like I'm a I'm a sucker for you know Browns football, no matter how bad we do, and to finally mm-hmm. to finally end the season with something, it makes me f- just look way more excited for for next season. Like normally, we get to the end of the season, you know we're maybe one or two wins in and you know we have like one or two games left so it's i'm always about done with football season by them just like all right let's get over with let's get going but now yeah. it's like oh let's get to free agency let's see what the draft brings let's let's go through a real off season let's go through another preseason let's actually kick some ass i agree hopefully we make some um really good moves in free agency 
So we bring our bring our team up to that next level of competition. Like I'm I'm really excited. Like I'm really excited. Like every year you're like, oh, you know, I'm done with the Browns. So then you know the, the season start. You're like, all right, let's, let's have a good season this year. But we actually had a good season this year. So yeah, I look forward. Excited. I look forward to next year, especially too if if we can go go to football games. I know I'm involved with one of my local Browns cha- uh, Browns backers chapters, and we do at least one bus trip a year. So this was the first year we haven't been able to do one and there's going to be something about a, a winning football team to go to, to one of those games. Cause I don't know about right. you. I've, I have never really felt that it's normally like, oh, we might win today. We'll, we'll see how it goes. And uh, the last game I went to, we actually did win was against Buffalo. And I think we won, we won at the end because Buffalo missed a field goal. It was great. Yeah. That's always good. Yeah. Like this this year sucked. Like we can't go to any games or anything. Like it was the same like for me in Ohio State. I was really looking forward to going to the Ohio State Michigan game this year. And like this pandemic stuff, it just was wiped us out. But hopefully next year we get to go to all the games and stuff. I wanna go to all the games, basketball, football, baseball, everything. Did you miss the Buckeyes more or the Browns more? Oh man, oh, that's a tough one. Um I don't know. Uh, probably the Buckeyes only because um, I'm still like I'm still in college, so <laughs> yeah. and I and I'm I'm used to the college football atmosphere from being there, like like in person and stuff more. So probably Ohio State, but I mean I got, I got a couple of friends that play for the Browns, so um, it would have been nice to go and watch them in person and uh, yeah, go and watch them in person and whatnot. So is that from when you interned with the Browns? That too, yes. Um, actually, I, I, I've known Kareem Hunt since high school because we both ran track. So I've known him for a really long time. Um, and then everybody else um, from when I interned for the Browns, yeah. That's a, that's a really cool uh, concept. But uh, how did you wind up with that? Because um, I'm uh, getting a degree. Well, I got a, a, a kinesiology degree. Okay. So... Um, before I got the degree, they said, you know, I could do the infield um, if I wanted to. Like, we had the option of doing, you know, the Browns, the Indians, or the Cavs. And my favorite sport is football. So I was like, oh, let me go ahead and do the Browns. And, you know, I had to send in, like, my like my information and whatnot. And they did it by GPA. So I was just happy that I got a really good GPA. And they were like, yeah, you know, you come and do it. I was supposed to do it again this year, but uh, covid they were like, yeah, no, nah, they're not going to have the interns back this year. But that's how I got that. Um, so that was really cool. Though. I mean, you at least have the the fact that it actually happened. You still at least got to do it. And I think, you know, being a Browns fan from the area and being able to do that type of thing, that like that's cool as shit. It kind of reminds me, which is kind of not exactly the same thing, but everything with LeBron of like mm-hmm. how like he like he came from the, the you know Akron backyard. And he got to play for the local team, so you you still got to uh, experience that and be part of the Browns. Yeah, it was it was so cool because I was you know as a kid you never think like oh you know I'm gonna work for the team that I grew up watching and loving, especially because you know I'm I'm a woman and stuff, so it's like oh you know it's football is is primarily the guys and stuff. So when I was able to do it, I was like oh shit like. <laughs> This is really cool. And then, you know, they gave me some some cool stuff 
to wear it also. So <laughs> that was pretty cool too. But yeah, it was pretty cool being in that environment. And I got to do something like that in college too. I was a, a student, you know, in the SEC. So that was a, it was, it was cool like that, but working for the Browns was cooler because I'm actually a fan of Browns. So, you know. <laughs> Why is football your favorite sport? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I like, I come from a football family. Okay. And so, um, growing up, that was the thing that was, uh, we always watched all together every Sunday. Um, all the guys in my, you know, all the guys in my family play football. Um, so that was just, just we're a football family. So that's, that's why. <laughs> I mean, it, it's hands down my favorite sport. I always say I grew up with uh, baseball. Like that was my first love. But as I got older, like I kind of drifted away from it. And I, I remember being in elementary school and like everybody was loving football. Like I, I came from a family that didn't really like hardcore love sports at all. Like we just mm-hmm. we just my dad loved professional wrestling. That was pretty much it. So I had to like gain my own interest on other things. And it was just something about football that always gravitated me towards it. I, w- I always loved it. And as I got older, you know, into high school and then uh, after high school, because I didn't go to college, but it it was the fact like there's one game a week and it's like a really easy to follow sport. If you, I mean, you learn all the rules and everything. Just the fact, like, like I said, there's one game a week, 16 games over 17 weeks. The playoffs are, you know, one and done. You don't have to worry about uh schedule for a week or two per, per round. It's like a nice, easy uh survival of the fittest in uh, the playoffs. And then you get to the, the massive stage that is the Super Bowl and even, like with my dad not really watching football, we still kind of watched the Super Bowl, and that was kind of it. Mm-hmm. And just also for me growing up in this area of how crazy we are for the Browns, I'm, I'm down the road from the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and like this area lives and breathes football more than people realize. Like this isn't like the ideal with Texas, where everybody talks about like how like the high school scene is there and how like they love football. It's like well there's some high schools around here that are kind of like that, but as a whole, like this whole area, we love football. Browns could always mm-hmm. suck. And we're still going to be like, yeah, we're going to go to the games. If the Indians <laughs> suck that bad, people are going to be like, yeah, I don't know if I want to go. Like I might go right. and enjoy the day, but not nah, like we're, there's something about the tailgating and the, the experience. Like it just football's awesome. I agree. Like it's, when you wake up on a Sunday, you're like, oh, you know, my whole day is football. Like, yep. you got to set everything aside because it's, it's all football all day. And like, yeah, my family is my family is definitely hardcore. They they love sports, but yes, yeah, definitely football. That's that's the one right there. Like, everybody gets up for football. Like, football is, is the best. And even like on Saturdays, like before I start like wrestling and stuff, like Saturdays, you know, it's for college football. So. um yeah, we love our football, and this area definitely, definitely loves their football. Have you ever rubbed it in uh, Jock Sampson's face that you have a bigger Ohio State tattoo than he does? <laughs> no, but you know what? Next time I see him, we will discuss that. <laughs> <laughs> That's something that I, I know people have like poked fun at him, just how small his is. And then like when you see like how massive yours is, like not like it's bad massive, but like how big it is compared to his little, little tiny one, it's like come on man you're supposed to be one of the biggest ohio state fans i know and here's jocelyn over here and she's like yep it's gonna be a part of my whole thigh look at it it's awesome not this little baby one on my arm i love ohio state um 
<laughs> so when I when I got it, I'm like, it's it's only right. Like, oh yeah. Like when you go outside of Ohio, like everybody hates Ohio State. So like it's it's so perfect for me because I'm like, fuck y'all. Okay, I love Ohio <laughs> State. <laughs> and it's to the point where people are like, oh, did you go to Ohio State? And I was just like, no. <laughs> and they be like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, didn't go. <laughs> not at all. Like for but, for me. I'm not really huge into college football and it's only because of how, uh, how those teams, uh, how do I buy how that was the right word to put it. It's just how there's kind of a revolving door of, you know, people coming in and out. So it's like, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they could be great one year and a couple years in a row. And then all of a sudden, you know, bad recruiting and everything. And they're horrible. Or the fact of like, Ooh, who's this, um, quarterback that we have to root against from Oklahoma. Oh, Baker Mayfield. Fuck him. Oh, he's on the Browns. <laughs> Shit. Um, go Baker Mayfield. So it's, I always lean more towards pros. Like, all right, I'll root for you more when you get in the pros. But whenever I went over the road for trucking, that's when I did start to wear more Ohio state stuff because it was in a way it was me saying, Hey, I'm from Ohio because I would go around Mm -hmm. seeing people wear, you know, Alabama stuff and, uh, uh, Tennessee, Georgia, you know, depending on where I was at. And I think if I wore Ohio state stuff, like the people noticed that more, like for a while I was wearing, that's a hat I still have. I do love it. It's like one of my work hats, the uh, Akron Rubber Ducks. But mm-hmm. people didn't really look at that and go, oh, that's the Akron Rubber Ducks. It was only ever recognized once. And it was, it was in, of all places, Omaha, Nebraska. And really? Yeah. I was at a, I was at a truck stop getting some Burger King. And this guy was like, and I had to, like, I had to do a double take. So I was like, what, what are you talking about? He's like, is that an Akron hat? And I'm like, what? Akron, Akron, yes, it's a it's an Akron rubber ducks hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, there's a. I, he said the the player's name. He's like, yeah, one of their players used to grow up around here and everything. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Then, like as I'm leaving, I'm like Akron, what <laughs> is that? What they think how Akron. it's pronounced? Akron. And like this was, <laughs> this was after like LeBron was a big deal, and like I think he was must might have been right around his last year in Miami. So I'm like, people know how to say Akron, right? <laughs> Right, but I mean, that was Nebraska, so. <laughs> but yeah, that's. So I would uh, instead go. Okay, I'm gonna wear Ohio State stuff, and then I always kind of made it uh, a thing where, like, if I'm going into Michigan, oh yeah, I'm wearing all my Ohio State stuff, oh, yeah. and I'm gonna see if if anybody says anything about it. I think I might have got a couple dirty looks, but uh, it, it it is a great way to represent the state. I agree. I agree. <laughs> when I see Ohio State stuff anywhere, I, I immediately I, I go up to the person like, "Hey, Ohio State!" Like, I'm from, you know, I live in Ohio. I'm a, I'm a Buckeyes fan. I'm like, yeah. And then you know, if it's the summertime, they can see my tattoo. So it's yeah. Like, yeah. I was look at it. I was in a Walmart in Knoxville. Uh, God, this was like October 2014, and. I saw a dude wearing Ohio State stuff, and I, I just yelled "O H," and he kind of looked around like, "What?" Because he maybe he wasn't used to it. Maybe people were obviously more Tennessee fans, so he was like waiting to get heckled or something. He's like, "What? What?" And I'm like, "Oh no, man, from Ohio. It's cool. It's cool, man. Go Buckeyes." He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, okay." And then some people just wear it. They're like, "Oh, you know, I'm not a fan. I just, I just thought it looked cool." Like, come on, bro. Come on. Come on, be a fan. Yeah. I, well, d- just don't be a Wolverines fan. Yeah, don't be a Wolverines fan. And I'm fine. So, not too long ago, 
I think I just saw on Twitter today, it was like a year ago, you made the switch to AIW. To, yes. To, to the training school. What what made you want to switch? Um, that, you know, I don't want to, <laughs> I want to, um, I don't want to make this sound bad, but I, I just feel like um, switching over will give me a better opportunity mm-hmm. to move forward with my career. Because I felt I, I felt like when I was uh, where I was training at originally, I was very stagnant and it wasn't as organized as it is at AIW. So I was like, you know, um, I'm going to go ahead and switch over like. For a while, and I thought about it for a while, and then um, I had a conversation with Dan and uh, Doctor Dan and uh, Derek, and uh, at a show, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and make the switch, and I'm I'm happy I did because it's been like last year, even though it was a pandemic, like I've got I've gotten to do so much, and like so yeah, I really appreciate you know being at AIW, uh, they welcomed me with open arms they're my family you know like i, I really love it there and I'm, I'm i'm glad i made the switch and i wish i would have switched over sooner but you know better late than never i mean the, the way i look at it is you are somebody who was kind of always on the outskirts of like aiw making your name some other places but like you just weren't you weren't necessarily reaching your full potential like not necessarily you as mm-hmm. a wrestler but getting to the all the places that you you definitely should have been to Mm-hmm. And I, I think from an outsider's view, from someone who isn't uh, a wrestler, I kind of think if you jump like from a, one school to another, if it's like, I need a better opportunity, it's like, well, that's a, you're learning from somebody else. So you're, you're gaining to your knowledge. So I think the fact that you did make the switch, I don't, to me, there's nothing against uh, your previous school. How, like if they were bad or not, it's like, I'm going to try to advance my career. And I when like I know when you made the switch like that, that, that was awesome because if I'm correct, I think you were a part of the the new talent initiative the the first year. If I'm correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you were someone who was trying to get there, and for, you know for whatever reason it just didn't work out. So like you coming into AIW the way you did I, to me, I think was awesome. And then like that brought you into Forty Acres, which mm-hmm. yeah. in, in my opinion, like just like you haven't officially had an AIW match, but coming out with them. And then getting involved during the collective during that show, it's just it added something, and I'm so looking forward to it. I think I know I personally made a big highlight during the the, the first Indianapolis show. I'm like, people need to re- like look like now. Forty Acres has Jocelyn. Keep your eye out on this. This is going to be awesome, and like we need to make a big deal that Jocelyn debuted. I agree. It's, it's going to be really fun. We got some got some got some cool things cooking up for it. Like. I'm really excited to make my debut. Like I've gotten like, and I'm saying I was bad before I got to AIW, but like I've gotten like drastically better since training there and being able to do all the other things that I've been able to do. So um, when I get to have like my first official match there, like everybody's going to be like, wow, like she's really like, she's really fucking good. You know? And you're someone who, who has a lot of experience, not just wrestling women, but wrestling men. And I mean, mm-hmm. we, we, we saw that at the collective too. I'm, I mean, I feel like we're going to get you versus Ziggy somewhere in the future, but w- watching you guys do whatever the fuck you're going to do is going to be so awesome. Yeah. I'm looking for it. I, I love, um, I love being in the ring with the guys. Cause like they, they don't take it easy on me. Like they really be like fucking me up. 
I'd be like, damn, like, <laughs> damn, it's like that. <laughs> but I, I love getting in there with them. They, um, they just, it was like, yeah, let's, let's do whatever. Like, let's go out there and fucking kill it. I mean, like, of course, you know, I do, I do that with the girls too, but like, it's, it, for me, it's like a different, it's a different vibe when I get to wrestle the guys. And like, I really, I really enjoy being in the ring with them. But I mean, I, I enjoy being in the ring with the girls too. Because they're they're starting to, uh, well, in my experiences, they're starting to become more uh, reckless. So, um, I, I appreciate that as well. How did it feel to be added to uh, Forty Acres? Because I think that's a great, great group of of dudes, and like adding you to it, it's just it's so much stronger. Um, I'm I'm excited when, when he told me like, yeah, you know, um, we're we're gonna put you in uh, Forty Acres. I was like, oh, dope, like because. I'm already like cool with all three of them. So for him to just, you know, put me on in there, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, this is going to be, this is going to be fun. I feel like I had a, a extremely different dynamic to 40 Acres because they all have, you know, their own style and stuff. And so do I. So, you know, um, us all being together, all of us have different personalities. We're all bouncing off of each other. I think, um, us together is going to be super dope. I'm excited for us to all have matches and stuff and do more stuff together. Who's been some of your favorite intergender uh, opponents? Um, Definitely Derek was one of of my (laughs) favorites. Uh, He, uh, he definitely cracks me up. Uh, He's, he's one of my favorites. Um, Jackson Stone was actually one of my favorites as well. Um, They both like, you know, they're like, you know, we're we going to take care of you, but we're not going to take it easy. And I was just like, hey, hey you know, <laughs> do what you got to do. Maybe out there killing me, but you know, I'm pretty tough. Um, I like wrestling Dan. Um, he's fun to get in there with. Um, I'm trying to think of all the guys that I wrestle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I liked wrestling Lee. I would like to wrestle him again. I would like to wrestle all of them again. Um, I did have fun wrestling Lee. Um, Lee is Lee is really good. And he's really fun to work with. Um, but yeah, those, those are some of the, some of the people that I really liked, uh, wrestling. It's, it's a lot more that I would like to wrestle though. So hopefully, um, I can get it to happen because a couple of them are on the AIW roster. So if I can get those to happen, that would, that would be fine, you know? Derek seems to be one of those names that I hear from a lot of people, whether it be intergender or, you know, a regular wrestling match that, People love having matches with him, but not enough people seem to be talking about him outside of the area. Because I know, you know, PB has talked a lot about some of his matches with Derek. Like, just like thinking about him off the top of my head. And I know, I know there's other people. I think maybe Lee has talked about some of his matches with, with Derek. And it's just crazy to think, why the hell isn't anybody else talking about Derek? Honestly, you know, I've been trying to figure that out for a long time. Like, Derek is really good. Like, he's like, like amazing <laughs> like mm-hmm. i always tell people like oh if you got a question or something like if he's in the locker room go talk to him because he has a really good mind for wrestling both actual like work wise and like gimmick wise mm-hmm. like he he just gets it like he gets it all so i i've never understood why he's not um farther than he is because he is a great addition to anybody's show in my opinion and i think Jackson Stone is a little bit on on that level too of the fact of uh, before you know he was on Impact Wrestling there there was way less people talking about him mm-hmm. and when you know he got to be on the 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 Hey Yo 
for that talent initiative, I said, well, you know, that was a great debut. I said, welcome back because mm-hmm. people for, he's one of the people that, pe- that people forget that he was once in an, at least one AIW match. And, you know, since then I've watched him, you know, travel the country and I uh, think maybe even possibly travel the world. And so, so less people talk about him. And I go back to the last match I seen of you live was against him. And uh, the story that was told in film, I, I think I told you on Twitter once too. I was like, I've only been to two mega shows. They were both headline, uh, both in the, Jocelyn was in the main event for both of them and won both of them. Granted, there was a cash in after the one, but I'm still <laughs> counting that as the main event win. Yeah. <laughs> but still the match that you and Jackson, uh, Jackson Stone had was awesome. Thank you. And I, I agree. He's another one that's, um, that a lot of people aren't talking enough about. He's also very good. He has a very good mind for wrestling and he understands his gimmick as well. Very good with his gimmick. Um, I watched him evolve his gimmick from, uh, when I first met him to now. And it's, it's crazy. Like he, he can get the crowd and same with Derek. They can both get the crowd to like eat out of their hands. Like, mm-hmm. like whatever, rather they're playing face or heel. And I just, I just watched them both and I was like, yeah, I want to be like them when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've, you've evolved your, your gimmick a lot over the past, you know, three or four years that I've known you or I've known who you were. And now I feel like we're getting to, we're getting to see a lot more of you. And the, the, the character seems a little bit more defined and you are somebody who can wrestle anybody. And you, if, I mean, I would rank you with those two of like somebody who's traveled a lot and like less people are talking about than they should be. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. And I'm actually involved in my gimmick even more. So. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've had a lot of time to think um, during this, during this quarantine thing. So I've been involved in it even more. And um yeah, like one of my favorite things about wrestling is uh, getting the crowd involved, getting them to um, love my opponent and hate me. Well, I've, I've been faced a lot uh, recently, but like, but most of the time I'm a heel. So getting getting them to love my opponent is it comes naturally. It's so easy for me. So um, it's it's just fun. I, I love interacting with the crowds. One of my favorite things, and then doing the actual wrestling like that's pretty cool too. But interacting with the crowd like that's that's top tier for me <laughs> it was like because you can you can get the crowd to hate you i mean we haven't seen it at aiw but I, i've seen you at other shows and yeah you can be very well hated yeah <laughs> that's one of my favorites <laughs> like um one time this fan told me like um he's gonna get me deported and i was like wow like <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like deported i'm like that's, you going there huh <laughs> wow okay <laughs> <laughs> so like with right. with all these uh crowd interactions that you have like like that does that kind of lend itself to a lot of the the issues you've had with social media with uh getting banned oh man <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah it's sometimes you know well facebook i, I don't know what, what their thing is now like they're banning you for certain swear words like last time i got banned it's because i called somebody a bitch and it was just like yeah <laughs> We're gonna block you, and I'm like, wow! I just got you. Just you guys just unblocked me for 30 days, and y'all gonna block me again for 30 days? Hasn't even been a week. Like, dang. and just like, yeah, we've had enough of you. So, and then like, I made a new page, and I was like, yeah, guys, this is my new page. And then like, Facebook found me out, and it's like, yeah, you thought you were slick. 
we're gonna block this one too. I was like, yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, I've I'm living a gimmick. <laughs> I've I've seen you in like certain comment sections, like uh, putting people in their place. So it's like I I kind of get it. I try not to step that far, but like you said, you're living the gimmick, and you'll 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 <laughs> tell people like, no, I shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm so no nonsense on a lot of stuff, and like sometimes you know, like Thorin tells me sometimes like I gotta I just gotta let stuff go, <laughs> and I just like you know how because they playing with me, <laughs> but he just like you know you, you gotta let stuff go sometimes, and like I, mean, I, I I understand it, and I'm gonna start like letting stuff go. Sometimes, but other times, you know, I'll just be like, nah, I ain't letting that shit go. But yeah, I'm just, I'm just listening. Just start letting stuff go sometimes. Like that's, that's the one thing like, um, at AIW that they did not do at Mega. Like at Mega, they, they really didn't care like what it is that we were like posting and stuff online. Mm-hmm. But Thorne was like, look, like, I'm gonna need you to tone it down son. you know? <laughs> Like go on, go on through Twitter, you know, delete what you need to delete. And tone it down a bit. I was like, okay, so tone it down. So plus, my mom started following me on Twitter, um, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> like two weeks ago. So I was like, ah, okay, well, I really got to tone it down. <laughs> so yeah, but <laughs> that that makes me happy. My mom never got into social media to where I had to like worry about like, oh shit, my mom's following me. <laughs> I gotta I gotta watch what I say. <laughs> shit. See, that's how, that's how it got on Facebook because like one day I made a, like a comment and told somebody to eat my ass and my dad screenshotted it to me <laughs> and sent it. <laughs> he screenshotted it and sent it to our uh, little family group chat. He's like, what the fuck is this? And I was just like, oh, <laughs> you saw that. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, let me, let me tone it down on Facebook now. <laughs> and, and then now she followed me on Twitter. So I was like, fuck, <laughs> let me tone it down some more. So. Are you, are you like completely suspended from Facebook or are you still like, like a 30 day jail type sentence? Uh, I'm on, I'm on the 30 days still. I, I think I got like five days left. So by the time this comes out, you'll be really close to being let out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I've been telling people like people have been tagging me and stuff. And then when I see them, they're like, how come you didn't react to them? I'm like, I'm suspended still. <laughs> and like, uh, <laughs> Like, I'm not ignoring it. I see it. But, you know, I, I can't do nothing about it. <laughs> it. It's almost like I wish they would give be able to give you, like, an away message or something or something along the lines of, like, it would post, like, hey, this person is suspended or the, or in Facebook jail for 30 days. They're not allowed to post. So people right, would, like, like, wouldn't wouldn't be mad about it. Right. Like, my friends are like, well, damn, why are you ignoring this? You don't fuck with this? Like, no, I'm suspended. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> That's why you got to jump over to Twitter, because I don't think you've ever been suspended from there, at least not yet. Nope, not yet. I'm, I'm hoping I'll never. <laughs> I really love Twitter. Like, I wasn't really like a big fan of Twitter all like that. Yeah. Until like halfway through last year. I was just like, oh, this place is not bad. Like, I love Twitter. Now. Like, it cracks me up. Like I was listening to some old interviews and there was like a couple where you were just like, yeah, I should really start using Twitter more. <laughs> And then, like, fast forward to one that was a little bit uh, more recent. And you're like, yeah, I'm on Twitter a lot more now. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that makes a lot more sense, especially knowing I'm, how much I've seen you on, on Twitter and everything. So it, there's something for me when it comes to, like, social media that they all have their place of, like, what I might do on them. And I think Twitter is this kind of 
I'll write whatever I want. I don't have family to worry about on there. I'm like, you, I'm sorry. Or, you know, <laughs> I know I could throw something out there. I might not get any likes, retweets or whatever, but sometimes it's me just throwing out a random thought. If I throw yeah. it out on Facebook, there's a lot more family, a lot more closer friends to where like, I don't know how necessarily they're going to take it. And then Instagram, I'm, I'm always a little more positive. I say on Instagram because it's like, it's pictures. I'm not going to show you something depressed. I'm going to go, here's my dog. And you know, here's me and my fiance. Here's me doing that. Like, not like, Oh, here's this awful thing. So it's like, it's a little bit more positive, a little bit more fun. Right. I agree. Cause like, I, I just want to always just, you know, I just be tweeting whatever. And sometimes I get a message. They'd be like, what is this? <laughs> I, was like, I, I don't know. I just thought about it. <laughs> Like PV be on my ass all the time about the <laughs> stuff I be tweeting. <laughs> be like, what is wrong with you? Like, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, lo- I love PB. <laughs> he is silly. He cracks me up. All three of them crack me up, but he, he really be cracking me up. He be so fed up with me and AJ. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I don't even think about like the pairing of you and AJ. Just. <laughs> The crazy shit I could only imagine that you guys would say. Jesus. <laughs> AJ cracks me up. He is so funny. I, I really want to do like a tag match with him. Oh God, that'd be that'd be great. <laughs> that I, would be great. Like I'd want to say like you and AJ versus Derek and Ziggy, but I don't want to necessarily jump that train. But I also think of just like the type of competitors that both Derek and AJ are, and like mm-hmm. that just that alone would be so much fun. I agree. I don't even have, have they even had like a, a singles against each other? Cause I think that would be dope. Like really. I don't think singles. I think if they've ever crossed paths, it had to be tag team. Yeah. 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 I know they've had like a tag against each other, but I, w- I would definitely would like to see them do a singles match against each other. Have you ever made it down the rabbit hole known as TikTok? Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, actually. <laughs> My friends keep telling me that I need to make a TikTok and like, cause they just, they just think I'm a comedian of some sort. And like, you just need to make a TikTok. But yeah, um, Alex Gates, um, she came over with me from Mega. Yep. Um, she always sends me TikToks and stuff. So sometimes, you know, I just fall down the rabbit hole and you just wind up being on there for like an hour and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I'm somewhat but, surprised you haven't made an account there yet. To be honest, you know what? Me too. Me too. I think <laughs> I'm gonna make one really soon because it seems fun. Like it seems really fun. The thing about like that that platform, because I've got more into it over the past like nine months. Like, there's a certain stigma that everybody has when they think TikTok. They think of the dances and the lip sync stuff, which there, there's a lot of that, which is fine. But there's also like other ways that people are being creative. People are being funny and. A lot of times it's like seeing what somebody does with a trend that's going on on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's one recently that Faye Jackson posted, like she posted on her Twitter what it was, but it was like interesting to see her take on it, her, what her doing it. So I don't know. It's, it's something that I thoroughly enjoy. I, I kind of do more wrestling, like talk on there and I'll, they'll do football talk too, but I think I try to talk more independent wrestling, kind of like what I do here on the podcast, but I feel like, there's even less people talking about it on there. If they're talking mm-hmm. wrestling, they're talking about WWE, AEW, which I'm great. But I'm like, hey, let's let's talk about some of these independent guys. There's a guy named Lee Moriarty. Go check him out. There's uh there's this other wrestler. Go check him out. So I try to I try to do stuff like that. I haven't done it in a little while. 
the, the football season got me kind of caught up and I was talking a lot of football stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do you. <laughs> like I did like a bunch of like reactions after games or there was like one after the Jets game. This somebody like was in my comment section saying like, oh, you're going to lose to the Steelers next week. And literally right after that game, I got uh, rea- <laughs> I reacted to the comment. I was like, oh, really now? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> you thought. <laughs> But no, like, you know what? When we played the Jets, I had, like, I had went down to Myrtle Beach. Like, we had literally just got to the hotel. And I was like, oh, yeah, let me turn this game on. You know, it was like 2 o'clock. I'm like, okay, let me turn this game on. I'm about to kick their ass. And then by the time, you know, the game was over, I was like, man, I'm not watching the Browns ever again in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad. Like, how dare us? But then we turned around and um, beat the Steelers back to back like twice in two weeks. And I was just like, yeah, you know, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. Oh, yeah. That's kind of like the way I looked at it, too. It's crazy, too. And I think I've mentioned here on the show recently, the the Browns never had back to back losses all season long. That's true. And to me, like, that's insane because you think of like every year, it's like we win a game. Okay, we might win another game in three weeks. Or if we do, we do get back-to-back wins. Like we're not going to see that for the rest of the season. No, we every time we lost, we only lost once. And I was kind of scared after that Jets loss. I'm like, if we lose to Pittsburgh, and this is before they announced everybody was going to be out. But I was like, mm-hmm. if we lose that game, then we break that and we we have two back-to-back losses. So then when we beat Pittsburgh. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, no matter what, uh, we're not going to have back-to-back losses. Like now we're in the playoffs. We lose. We're done. So then, obviously, the back-to-back wins against Pittsburgh, which was just icing, and now uh, Kansas City, it's it. It is what it is. Man, we were so close to winning against Kansas City. Oh, man, that that hurt me. <laughs> I'm like, Chad Henning, I forgot he was in the league. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the genius of Andy Reid, though. Like, he's a yeah. really great coach, so... That I could expect us to lose that. That I think that all that whole offense is just good. They just plugged in a shitty quarterback, and long as he got it within, you know, a couple of throws that he made, like around those receivers, they were going to make plays. And of course, Mm -hmm. the Andy Reid came up with a play to get them a freaking first down to let them win. But like I said earlier, to me, it's all about progress. We didn't expect to get this far, but now it's kind of like the pressure is going to be on for next season because we made it to that point of the playoffs. It's like, all right, I want to see us back in the divisional round. And I want to see us beat Pittsburgh twice. And I want to see us win the division. Like those are like the big goals before it's like, yeah, let's, it'd be great if we got those. Like, no, we're, we're not that team anymore. Let's, uh, let's get these wins. Right. Let's get these wins. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really, I'm, oh, I'm so, I'm so excited for next season. So excited for it. Who are you rooting for in the Super Bowl? Oh, man. All right. <laughs> I don't want to root for them, but I'm going to root for Kansas City because uh, Tom Brady cool, but I don't root. I will never root for a Michigan quarterback. <laughs> uh. So, <laughs> so I will, Kansas City could go ahead and win. Like, if, if Tampa Bay wins, I won't be upset. But, like, you know, I, they're at home and stuff. Like I, they live in a dream for their Super Bowl. So, <laughs> like if they win, I won't be upset. But 
you know, Kansas City. I would, I would like to see Kansas City win. I'm the opposite, but the same. I'm rooting for the Buccaneers, especially like seeing a guy like Eric Stevens. I'd like to see him, uh, his team win a Super Bowl. I would like to, I am someone who's kind of a fan of Tom Brady, especially like when he was with New England, because mm-hmm. it was more or less to go against Pittsburgh fans. Cause it was, I was like, Oh, we got six rings. It's, it's like, okay, well, so does new England now who, who cares? You're not the only one around anymore. That's so, true. That's true. So we're going to get to a point where like, if like, let's say Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl as a Buccaneer, it's like Tom Brady, the player has more Super Bowl wins than a whole franchise than actually than any franchise to me that that's kind of a cool stat but if the Kansas City Chiefs win I have no complaints I said it last year and I've said it ever since then I felt like the Kansas City Chiefs are the new dynasty they're going to be the, the next big team for the next decade so I'm expecting them to rattle off a lot of wins I'm expecting them to be really really good so if they do that they do get two in a row I'm, I'm not exactly upset. I think the only team that was in the conference f- championship games that if he, they would have made it to the Super Bowl, I'd have been like, nope, I'm not rooting for them at all. And that's the Green Bay Packers because the, besides being a Browns fan, I'm a Bears fan. And I, oh. <laughs> it was it was bad enough to watch the Steelers versus the Packers because the Packers are the only team that uh, that is above Pittsburgh in my book. So watching them go against each other, I was like, fuck, I'll root for the Packers because I don't want the Steelers to get another win. But with the Steelers being out and the, the Packers into the conference championship game, if they would have made it, no, nope, nope. I Anybody <laughs> but fucking Green Bay. I feel that. <laughs> I feel that completely. I fucking feel that. But, you know, I mean, I don't know. Green Bay... <sighs> It seemed like after they won the Super Bowl in like what two thousand nine, they just like they just get right there and then they just fizzle out. I was like, I just not gonna get over the hump at all, huh? It was the two thousand ten season, and yeah, ever since then, yeah, yeah, yeah. if they've made the playoffs, which I think they've only missed like one or two years, maybe, but every year they make it, they lose to. It was almost a pattern for a while because it was like they lost to the Giants. They would lose to the Niners and they would lose to the Seahawks. Them losing to the Buccaneers is like the new random team because it was normally like, I think, one of those three teams. And then the only NFC Championship game they ever won was against the Bears, which (laughs) depending on how that game went and went, because Jay Cutler got knocked out with a concussion, like that was a close game when he got knocked out. Like, I think it was tied Mm -hmm. seven to seven. Something mm-hmm. along those lines. So it, they might have lost that game, but no. When he goes out, they put in, I believe his name was Todd Collins, and he was god awful. Like, <laughs> I think he threw an, I think he threw an interception. I can't remember. It was either him or the third string quarterback that ended up going in after. Yeah, it was just a mess, and that's how they made it to the Super Bowl. Awful fluke. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> what has been some yeah. of your your uh, favorite things, whether it been like traveling? wise when it comes to either wrestling or as a kid um some of my favorite i i love traveling like even before um i started wrestling we traveled a lot as a family so one of my favorite things like when i travel is like trying the local food Mm -hmm. um like chains are cool but like i feel like local um spots really put their heart and soul 
into the food and it's always like most of the time not always but most of the time like it's really worth the money yeah and so like wherever i go you know i i hit google uh, to see like um with some cool local spots or you know like i just look at the menu or something and see what's up like like recently when we went down to myrtle beach um we found this uh restaurant called the wild wing cafe and they had like 30 you can get like 30 wings with like six different sauces for like 30 bucks and like they were so good <laughs> and i was just like see like i love the local spots because if i would have went to like a wing stop or like a buffalo wild wings or something uh, those 30 wings would have cost way more than 30 dollars first yeah. of all but um it would it wouldn't have been as good as that local restaurant like and i love wings up like i love wings up but it wouldn't have been as good as that so yeah definitely um that's one of my favorite things it's always been one of my favorite things as a kid and then growing up you know just push that on over and then um i don't know like really what else like i just really like food so, <laughs> so i mean that's really for me food's enough I think yeah. like I don't I don't do a lot of the the local spots per se, but maybe getting the local chains stuff that we don't mm-hmm. we don't necessarily get in this area. Like if you if you go to some in Indiana and some in Kentucky, and I know it's in other states too, but I know like that's the closest place you're gonna find them. But like Zaxby's, I remember okay, yeah. yeah when I first went over the road, my trainer for the first company I went to was talking to me about places and he mentioned Zaxby's and I'm like, I've never been to Zaxby's. And he's like, what have you never been to Zaxby's? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't think we have them in our area. And then the one we ended up going to had a, had a map by the door and every state that there was a Zaxby's in was, was highlighted. And I pointed to him and I'm like, look, Ohio's not highlighted. We don't have Zaxby's. That's how I don't know it. But that was one place I fell in love with. Um, what's another good place? Portillo's, obviously, in the Chicago area. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of other places. Whataburger. I love Whataburger. And I don't, it's not I their, love Whataburger. It's not their burgers that I fell in love with. I mean, their burgers are good. It's not the patty melt, because I know a lot of people rave about the patty melt. I'm a barbecue fan, or just like, like a good barbecue sauce, I should say. And they mm-hmm. had a chicken strip, barbecue chicken strip, like, sandwich and i think it had like maybe it had like some sort of swiss cheese or something and it was on like a texas toast the first time i had that i fell in love with it love i'm definitely gonna have to try that oh my god it sounds so good oh it is like when i went down to wrestlemania 33 me and a friend of mine drove down there and one of my main things was there is whataburger in jacksonville so mm-hmm. I made sure we stopped at a Whataburger. What sucked was the first one that I found, they were doing construction on it and it was closed. But luckily there was one, you know, a handful of miles away, but it was still like pulling up to a Whataburger like, all right, here we go. Oh, shit. Oh, this sucks. Then, like I said, looked up another one and went to it. But it, it, it's stuff like that. It's place. It's like the chains that people talk about in areas, but you don't know because you're not from that area. And then I kind of switch it on people. If they come up here, obviously like one of the biggest ones is Swenson's like, that's mm-hmm. our little chain where it's like, you want to, you want to try something that we have that you might not let's go to Swenson's. Right. That's true. Um, I always recommend milk to people. Like it's not like yeah. a, like a huge like chain thing, but it's like one in like all the major cities. Like I love milk. Um, 
when I wrestled in Vegas a couple of months ago, I, I tried in and out. I like that. That was pretty good. Um, a lot of people compare then, Swenson's to in and out. I've only had in and out once and I didn't know about the whole animal style part of it. So I was mm-hmm. just like ordering regularly off the menu. So I don't have the the full experience on In-N-Out, but I do know I want to try it again. I should definitely say. try it. It's so good. The, the animal style. So yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're about the same. Um, yeah, I wouldn't put one over the other, but honestly, the best burger I've ever had, like in my life was, um, on Carnival Cruise. Um, Ooh. Guy Fieri has like a, has like a burger thing on there. It's like the best burger I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and it's like, I, I've still been trying to chase Like what's, what's a better burger than that? And I was going to go, I was going to go on a cruise last year just so I can eat those burgers for seven days. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, COVID has it. So I was like, damn, like I was really looking forward to the burgers. <laughs> but as soon as COVID is, I'm going on a cruise for those seven days. I'm going to eat burgers every day. Like, so good. It's so good. I know one place I want to go to is Minneapolis because the the Juicy Lucy burgers. I've always, like, I remember watching those on Man vs. Food and how there's, like, two different places in, in the city that, that both take credit for inventing them. You know what they are, right? hmm Oh, God. Like, I want to go to both of them and try it. It's almost like when you go to to philadelphia you want to try out like the different cheesesteak places like i only went to the one the one that's by the ecw arena mm-hmm. but it's still like getting that taste of like this thing that everybody talks about and like this these areas are famous for so i know i want i want to go to minneapolis i didn't think about that until you mentioned burgers and then you said guy fieri and i'm like oh juicy lucy burger that always looked really good yeah i'm not to go and, and try that. i'm supposed to be wrestling in minneapolis later this year so I'm definitely gonna have to try it. You're gonna have to let me know how how good it is and whether I need to, you know, drive up there ASAP to try it myself. Yeah, <laughs> I love a good burger. Like, oh man. To me, bur- I used to watch. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say like for me, like burger is like a top three food. Like that and wings both. I'll try almost anywhere. I'll eat multiple times a week because a burger can be really really good. And I mean. There's some, I quote, bad ones, but like if it's really good or if it's made a certain way, like it's, it's amazing. And then mm-hmm. the, the same thing with wings, you, it's wings can be cooked a lot of different ways, but like the sauces, like really, you can go a lot of different ways with it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like I, I, I love good chicken wings and I love a good burger and I love some good pizza. Like those are my three, right? there. <laughs> If I could eat those every week, like every day of the week, I definitely would. Yeah, pizza. Uh, pizza. So how, where do you line up with pineapple on pizza? Um, I, I really don't like pineapples. So like, okay. I would prefer not to have it on my pizza, but like, I, I wouldn't shame anybody that like eats it on their pizza, but I'm just not a fan of pineapples. So. <laughs> the so. main, the main pizza I love it on is a barbecue chicken pizza. That sounds good. Oh god! Like, if it's on a regular pizza, I'm like, it's uh, fine, whatever. It's on a Hawaiian pizza, fine, whatever. But barbecue chicken with a barbecue sauce, with the cheese and the pineapple, it just goes together so well. I haven't had one in a while. Every so once I'll get the craving. The one that place that makes a really, really good one. That's at Granite's a chain, but East Chicago, their barbecue chicken oh, pizza really? is amazing. Oh, 
haven't had that um east of chicago in a long time their pizza is really good like that was the the first uh pizza i had from them there was a place a doctor's office i had went to and it was right next to one and me and my dad were talking with the doctor about how like how if were they good or not and he's like oh yeah they're really great try the barbecue chicken pizza oh my god and that's when i was like i fell in love with like the regular pizza it's it's pretty good but give me a barbecue chicken pizza and i will just devour that thing that sounds really good i'm gonna have to, <laughs> I'm gonna have to put that in my notes and try it next time i see the east of chicago i'm a sucker for good pizza mm-hmm. go ahead is this place in cleveland heights uh called pizza bogo yeah it's, it's it's like my favorite pizza place ever like it's so good and then they got like the turkey toppings because i don't eat um pork so like it it works really well for me to be able to just go there and just like go ham on the toppings so good i want to say there's a pizza bogo really close to me where where do you live oh yeah there is one that's right where i thought it was it's uh right off talmadge circle in talmadge oh yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i live in like Cuyahoga Falls, like not that far away from the circle. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they got one in like Canton too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna. I th- and I think I've had their pizza before, but it's been a very, very long time. I think a, f- a former coworker of mine had a girlfriend at one point that worked there, and like I think she brought some pizza for us, and I'd always heard how great it was. It, but it's it's been so long, like I have no memory of how it tasted. But I think next time we want pizza, I might. If I don't go the barbecue chicken pizza route, I'm going to go that route because it's a place that I just, I just overlook. It's so good. It's so good. I eat everything. The crust, everything, all of it. <laughs> okay. Where do you stand on Little Caesars pizza? Good, oh, bad, or it's five bucks. You get what you pay for. You get what you pay for with it. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I hate Little Caesars. It tastes like cardboard to me. Like, I gotta be like hungry as shit for 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 me to like eat some Little Caesars. Like, I would never buy it, but sometimes they have it at shows and stuff. Yeah. So like, I gotta be like super hungry or like super high. I'm like, all right, well, let me just eat a slice of pizza. The only pizza that might be worse than Little Caesars, because for me, like pizza, you Little Caesar pizza, you get what you pay for, and it is technically cheaper to buy the pizza from them than it is to get like a a frozen pizza. So that's like financially how I look at it, but the worst, the hands down worst, but granted, nobody's going there to buy pizza and take it to go, but that's Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) Chuck E. Cheese has hands down the worst pizza, but then again, it's allowed to be that bad because yeah, we're here for a kid's birthday party and blah, 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 and they're going to go play. They'll serve you a shitty pizza and it's better than nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ahead. Chuck E. Cheese pizza in a long ass time. Um, last time I went to Chuck E. Cheese, I was like super high. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, <laughs> yeah, but I remember eating the pizza and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? But I was just like, whatever. Hey, I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm not. But yeah, their, their pizza is not that good. I, I feel that way about Pizza Hut too. Like, it, Pizza Hut's pizza used to be really good. Mm-hmm. And then now it's just like, yeah, this shit sucks. Yeah, I'm not. I've never been really huge on their pizza, or even well, they've changed it. I would say not even their their chicken, their chicken wings. But mm-hmm. bef- before they added the whole uh, whatever they call that the wing part of their, them now, 
But before they added that concept, when it was like these regular wings, like those wings weren't that good. The new, yeah. the new formula is, is, is way better, but still I, I rarely go pizza. I'll go like almost any other chain, but if I'm, if I'm going that route. Yeah. That pizza hurts fucking awful. I, I can't believe that they're serving that shit. <laughs> It's right. also like cardboard. It's not so well <laughs> there is a thing though for people that live in uh, in Cleveland, and for you, for also like you grew up in New York for a little while too. Of re- like, if you're from those two areas, like people just hate chains. Like I know they'll talk shit about all these other chains, but if it's like a smaller pizza joint, like that's the better place to go for pizza. I agree with that. Yeah, I completely agree with that. The local pizza places. Are always way better than the chains because again and, and it's how i feel generally about chains like they don't put um as much you know heart and soul into their food as the local spots so yeah um yeah i, I just feel like you can taste the effort <laughs> in a local restaurant versus the chain restaurant you know there, there's a pizza place really close to me that to me it's the definition of a small town pizza place where where it's where it's not a chain it's like not only do they serve pizza but they serve chicken and if you get the combo of you know some pizza and some chicken like that's a great night like i think there there was been there was one super bowl might have been last year the year before like that's what we ordered the place i think it has a weird name because i don't think pizza and chicken when I, i think of this but they're called fiesta pizza so i think of i think of like more mexican just because you know yeah. fiesta but no like they, they serve like some pretty pretty good pizza and some good chicken and like you obviously you get it where like they pack in all the chicken then they pack in the jojos and you just you have so many jojos that you don't you don't know what you're going to do with them for those outside of the ohio area <laughs> that uh, those are potato wedges to you so i'm not speaking a weird word but oh it's it's been a while since i've had that we have to order that too I'm gonna have to try it. Fiesta pizza. I'm gonna have to try that. Oh, you got to be down closer to here because I don't. I don't think they have. I'm, well, they have. They might have a couple, but it's definitely like a Akron, Akron chain. I think they have like three. Yeah. Um. Alex Gates lived, you know, down that way. Well, she lived in Kent, but yeah. she lived down that way, you know. So, <laughs> so next time I go down there, I just have to be like, yeah, let's get some Fiesta pizza because that sounds good. Oh yeah. Yeah, Kent's actually really, really close to me because I'm on the, what would it be, uh, on Route 8, I'm on the east side of Cuga Falls where that's like closer to Kent and everything. I think if you're on the, the other side of the highway, like Kent's a lot further away. But yeah, I go to Kent all the time. Like my, the Browns backers, I'm a part of is Kent. Oh, yeah. See, so, yeah. Super close. It's off of 8. Um, Paxton Callaway, he lives around that area too. So like. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, I forgot about. I should say I, forgot, I haven't thought about him in a while. I don't think yeah. I've, have I seen posts from him in a while. I don't know. I know he liked something that I posted not too long ago, but I don't remember him posting anything. All right, one final thing that I want to get into before we get into the fave five questions, and I think it's it's a perfect thing to talk about right now in Black History Month, and I want to know, like, do you have any struggles, like maybe within your life growing up, or even within professional wrestling? because you're black and it's not even for you probably not even just you're black you're also a woman and you're you're going to get like a you're going to get attacked on both sides yeah um definitely okay so (laughs) 
I went to college in Mississippi. So when I tell people, <laughs> when I tell people that, um, their eyes get really big because it's like, uh, why'd you go to Mississippi? You know, the history of Mississippi. And, um, I definitely, um, felt the struggles of going to school in Mississippi. Um, it was, it was very, uh, it was very about, it was kind of like 1960-ish kind of like. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, um, all, all the athletes all hung out together. Um, but all the athletes, you know, we were all like primarily like black, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, I, I used to date the quarterback who was white. Um, I don't know if you, um, keep up with like the SEC or that, or at that time, but, um, his name was Chad Kelly and he was, uh, Jim Kelly's nephew. So, okay. um, and you know, he was a starting quarterback. So like we used to get hate mail, <laughs> like, Oh, you know, you with that black girl, you know, you know, stuff like, like. People used to like if you were like throw an interception or something, like they would blame me for it, and I used to be like, I'm not even, <laughs> I'm not even in the game. Like, what you, what you mad at me for? But because we were, you know, like an interracial couple, um, we used to get you know a lot of hate mail and stuff like that. And then um, I used to work for the football team also, and you know, they I used to get you know flack for, for that from certain certain people and stuff. For being, you know, both a woman and a woman of color. And then on top of all of that, you know, I'm also an immigrant. So yeah. that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it, it was, certain things was definitely rough. And then even like with wrestling, like I knew going into wrestling, like they people already don't really want to see women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then um, being black. There are you're already gonna get some people saying like, "Oh, this is not for y'all, you know. This, this is for the white people." And then you know, being a woman, you're like, "Oh, you know, this is not for women. This is for the guys." So you know, you you get attacked with that sometimes, and you got to really sit and think like, "Do you want to prove them wrong? Do you want to keep going through this, or do you just want to be like, fuck it, you know, and do whatever?" But I've always loved wrestling and always wanted to be a wrestler, and it's the same with anything else like I've had to do where color color or gender wind up coming into play where they're like oh you know you shouldn't be here because you know you're black you know or they try to hit you with that um you only here because of affirmative action uh. <laughs> and i was just like well <laughs> like well that's not why i'm here but okay but you know so you know you, you can hear it with all different things but i don't let that shit like deter me i don't let it, it uh discourage me from doing the things that I want to do because once I do it, once I accomplish it, I'm going to go back to the same people that told me that I don't belong here because I'm black or I don't belong here because I'm a woman or I shouldn't be in America because I'm a fucking immigrant. Like, well, bitch, I did this. So what's up? Like you said, I don't belong here. And not only did I belong here, but I succeeded. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, it's, (laughs) it's a lot to deal with sometimes, but like, I don't let it bother me and I try to talk to the girls and other people of color and try to, you know, encourage them and hype them up so I don't bother them either because it gets to some people. Yeah. And I just like, man, fuck that shit. Like, let that shit roll off your shoulder. Like, you better than that, you know? So. Have, have both, uh, kind of classes of people of, uh, black wrestlers and women wrestlers, have you been able to bond more? after like everything i think over the past year whether it been 
obviously with like a lot of the speaking out stuff with black lives matter and some of that trickling into wrestling more more of the good light of like okay black lives matter we're going to do black wrestlers matter which i know you were part of and then we're gonna Mm -hmm. which was around before actually uh everything happened uh last year with black lives matter because i know black lives matter had been around for for multiple years but the whole like for the culture thing which i remember the just the build of that show i was like the original one i was so excited for i'm like this is awesome I want to see all these these black wrestlers together because something I can't remember whether I've told on the podcast or not, but I know for me, I was kind of questioning if I was secretly racist when it came to a lot of my like wrestlers that I liked because a lot of people were pointing like black wrestlers and, and WWE and everything that I really wasn't like hardcore behind. And then I like turned around and looked at the independence and I'm like, oh no, I, I, I love, I love O'Shea Edwards. I love PB Smooth. I love AJ Gray. Uh, I love all these these other wrestlers. Oh no, I'm not racist. It's just for some reason when like when some of them get to WWE, I'm, I might lose a little bit of interest. I'm like I loved Uha Nation when he was on Independence Team, but seeing what Apollo Cruz has become kind of breaks my heart, and I just don't get invested into it. So looking on the Independence Team and seeing like all all these wrestlers come together, AC Mac too is another great one. Being a part of you know for the culture, I'm like this. This is awesome. I want to see every, like everybody here. I want to see them succeed. Thankfully, we did a, a, did eventually get to get that show. But through the year, like going back to the question, have you has it been able to make like bonds between you guys a little bit stronger? Um. Yes, definitely. Um. I've always felt like that. I've bonded with um the black wrestlers more because um like we all you know we all go through the same shit. We all relate to each other more. Um, not saying that, you know, with the women, like I don't, not saying that I don't bond with them, but, um, oftentimes, uh, people, when they look, when they look at you, you know, they're going to look at your skin first before they look at, you know, your gender and all the women can't relate to the things that I have to go through mm-hmm. with, you know, being black. So, um, I definitely, it's like, <laughs> I was just saying this this past weekend that, um, at um, OWA in Columbus, like when all the black wrestlers like link up, it's like no matter when's the last time we saw each other or something, it's it's like a family reunion. Yeah. Like, and it's like we all know each other. It's like it's so <laughs> weird. Like, <laughs> like every like everybody on that show, like I knew everybody except for um, AC Mac, and then like by the end of the show, we had AC Mac was talking like like we've known each other for yeah. like twenty years, like. We, we were just all in like just being being a black wrestler is like being part of a, a sorority or fraternity like we're all just we're all a family we all try to look out for each other um i would have loved to have been on the for the culture show like he needed to go ahead and throw me on there <laughs> but um yeah being, being a black wrestler like it's it's something special like yeah we like I said, like we all look out for each other. We all like try to bond with each other. Um, when like we all throw each other's names out there when um, promoters are like looking for new talent and stuff because it's not enough of us most of the time. Yeah. Like when it's like six of us on a show together, we all get so excited because <laughs> we're like, oh, you know, like <laughs> they didn't went past the quota, you know. <laughs> 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 Like we get so excited, like we have to take a group picture, like yeah. because oftentimes when, when we're at a show, it's only like two of us, or it might just be one of us on a show. So when we get like 
like five, six, we'd be like, oh shit, like it's, it's black in here. <laughs> so, but, um, and for the, the Black Wrestlers Matter and like for, like for the culture, like going up to it, like the shows got hate from some people because they were like, oh, you know, doing an all black show is racist. Well, there was an all white show. And we're like, well, most of the time it is all white shows. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, or it's like majority white. Like, so it's like, let us, let us have this. Like, we need this. Like, let us have this. Yeah. I, 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 I personally don't understand people that have that mindset. Like, I'm not going to like name the person's name, but I know I'm happy Instagram has this feature. But when I, I made the announcement, like, Hey, we're doing, we're doing these interviews for, for black history month. And I did the post of the picture of black lives matter. Someone hit the comment section with all lives matter. I was like, Oh, okay. Uh, remove follower. Like, no, yeah, like, I'm, 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 I'm not going to have that shit. I, I have a great thing. Like with like the panel that we have on this show, like granted it's, it's mainly my show. I'm the one who does everything for it. But when I have the other panelists on, we all pretty much have the same mindset. We all believe black lives matter. Um, we don't believe in all lives matter. I'll even admit like when, when black lives matter first popped up, I was more of like, well, no, like we all matter. But then someone explained to me like, that's the point. Black, if mm-hmm. well, the only way all lives matter, black lives matter. And I'm like, okay, we're not okay. I, I get where we're coming from now. That's awesome. Because I, I do believe that I believe everybody does matter. But if black lives are getting fucked up, they're, they're being treated, not like equal, like, like we need to raise them up because that what needs to be done. And I'm really happy that we're getting to a point where we are getting a lot of black wrestlers highlighted in professional wrestling. The fact that there is the plan of having black wrestlers matter too, you know, this coming June. Cause I remember when I first saw the lineup for that, like, I think I only recognize you Faye and uh, one other person. It was a lot of like wrestlers. I didn't know. And I remember, I want to say like Lee was booked for uh black label pro that day. And there was obviously people were booked everywhere else. So it was now the idea of like, all right, we're going to have an all-star black wrestler show. That far as what it seems like to me, like we're going to have everybody come together for this show. And I'm like, fuck yeah, do it. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. You know what? I actually, um, I actually tried to get Lee and uh, Trey and AJ booked for the show and PV too. But, um, yeah, they they all had Black Label Pro, and they were they were all so they were like, damn, like we want to be on the show. Actually, when the next show is, so we could come. I'm like, man, who told y'all to have a book in that day? <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like everybody wanted to be on that show, and it's like, and I I just wish that it wasn't in Iowa because like it's pretty far it's, away. Iowa's <laughs> random, yeah, but <laughs> but like everybody like everybody wants to be on that show. The main event. Like they wanted to be on the show. I put their name out there too, but like it was too late. But like, like everybody, everybody wants to be on the, on the all black shows. And then if we're not able to be on it, we're still going to go and like support mm-hmm. and tweet about it and stuff like that because we want to see everybody succeed, you know? Like, and I'm glad, like you said, it's like black wrestlers are being highlighted even more. And, um, I'm really glad to see that. And I hope that in 2021 we are even more highlighted because like like i said it's not a like it's more of us being highlighted but i still feel like like it's not enough of us being highlighted i still feel like there's more out there mm-hmm. that deserves more attention that than they're getting right now there, there's there's always more room for improvement there there, mm-hmm. there can be way more black wrestlers highlighted and 
I'm definitely here for it. It's cool also like learning new new names along the way. Like I think of when I first heard about the main event or I seen the main event and watching like them grow. Same thing goes with you too. And another dude who I'm so happy he's starting to get a lot more recognition. It's nowhere near probably what he deserves. And it's not, not even on a national level, but O'Shea Edwards. Oh, yeah. That, that was a dude that I watched on Southern Underground Pro and some of the matches and feuds that he was having there. And even like a great feud that I wish I got to see more of was him versus Brett Eisen. Like mm-hmm. they, they were a great team together. And they like had a great feud, but then eventually uh, O'Shea moved from Georgia to, I think, Baltimore. And yeah. that, that put him further away, so he was getting less bookings there. But I know like that was, he was working with ROH Dojo, and now he's he's moved to Pitts, oh, not Pittsburgh, but in Pennsylvania. So he's a little bit closer to this area, that, but that makes me happy. And I'm seeing more and more people talk about him, and people saw him down at OWA, and like, got really hyped for him like yeah like i've been about this dude for years and when i interviewed him two years ago i like we corresponded through messages and then i didn't meet him till the day we both pulled in the parking lot right at the same time and then like interviewing him me and him hit it off and i love that dude to the since that day to this day and to be on i like I want to see him in more places. I want to see Lee in more places. I want to see you in more places. I think the cool thing I know about some of them like you and like Jackson Stone, like far as what it seems like to me, you're traveling the country, but it's like they're like some of the places you're going to maybe aren't as big or less people are talking about it. Like it's not like, oh my God, look where Jocelyn is now. Look where Jackson Stone is now. But I swear I've seen like Jackson Stone post pictures from Hawaii, like places he was wrestling. I think that's where it was from. And I'm just like, oh shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Jackson Stone's in Hawaii. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I hope I really hope me and him um, get to get out to more places. Like I've I've known him since my first day of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. So like I I want to see him do everything. Like <laughs> the world is his, really. You know. Yeah. Like I want to see him do so much. Like when he won uh, the the shit for Impact last year. Like gut check. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, gut check. Yeah. I can remember the name for it. <laughs> 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 but um I was in New York City and he had called me and was like, Yeah, I wanna like, you know, like like we me and him and I support each other so much, like like through everything and like I, I want nothing but the best for him and he he deserves nothing but the best. Um I know he really wants to go to Japan and wrestle. I hope he gets that. Mm-hmm. Um like he deserves everything. Like I feel like I deserve everything too, but like he deserves everything. Lee is another one that I've known since like my first year of wrestling and to be able to watch him grow into the fucking superstar that he is, even though he won't admit that he's a superstar, but he's a superstar and <laughs> I'm happy for him too. I'm proud of him as well. And I, I hope he makes it to Japan as well. Like, cause I know it's a big, um, go for him also. So like all these guys that I've, I've been able to watch, like we all came in around the same time. I've been able to watch them grow. And and become these these very entertaining, very great professional wrestlers. Like I'm excited for them. I'm excited for 2021 to see what they do. Um, like I'm just I'm excited for everybody this year. Like mm-hmm. definitely around this area. Like there's gonna be some really real high shit coming up. <laughs> Crazy thing is I was listening to an old interview from you. Uh, it was from 2018, and it's just like the cool to see how far we can't have have come because 
you were like, oh yeah, I just wrestled Lee Moriarty, a guy from Pittsburgh. And like at, at that point, like not that many people had really heard of Lee. And now a lot, a lot more people have heard of him. And now it's like, a, I think more of a bigger deal. If you would have told someone, like, yeah, I just wrestled Lee Moriarty last week. And it's just, it's a, it's that, like, like I said, it's that evolution of, you know, guys like him. And even, like I said, even like you of some of the places you've gone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Being able to watch him just blow up. I was just like, fuck yeah. Like, like <laughs> anybody can tell you, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not a hater at all. Like I clap for everybody. Like I see them doing good. You know, I'm hyping them up. I'm like, oh shit. Like, look at you. Like, I want to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> so like, like I've, so being able to watch everybody just do their thing and just like go all over the place. And then like when I went out to FSW, um, in November, like they sent a lot of people to WAB from FSW out in Vegas. And when I went out there and people like knew who I was, I was like, oh shit, like <laughs> y'all know me. <laughs> Like, I know me over here. They're like, yeah, we be watching your stuff. So I'm like, okay. On the inside, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm a superstar, you know? But on the outside, I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> but, yeah, like, going going places and people, like, know who you are. Like, when you're not in the area that you, like, that you live in or something, like, that was one of the coolest things ever. Like, people just, like, know who you are. You're like, oh, shit. It's like, okay. Like, um... Yeah, when I went out there, you know, I got to see, you know, I'm I'm actually really good friends with a uh, Sephafatu, so um, like he was like, yeah, I'm gonna show you around and stuff. And then when people people came up, was like, oh, that's Jocelyn. I'm like, oh, y'all said something to me first before y'all said something to him. Like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I felt like a superstar, you know. But like, it's so cool, like from when you start, like nobody know who you are, and then like time go on and people recognize you, and then and, like see see like you really been on the move and stuff like it's pretty cool so i know like people like lee and like jackson stone like when people go up to them and see them um and recognize them from like other places and stuff i know on the inside they be like yeah because they're they're both really modest like oh you know i'm not that good i'm like shut shut the fuck up like (laughs) like you're amazing like shut up shit (laughs) bask in your greatness (laughs) yeah hands down love them both lee's been on this show before and jackson stone just might quite possibly be on in a couple of weeks i'm not not confirming or denying it and we'll find out after mm-hmm. episodes get recorded so we'll we'll see how those go but this has uh gone a little bit longer than i expected but we still have to end the show with the fave five questions all right hey this is booker t five time champ and this is the fave five questions now can you dig it all right uh I think I know where you're going to land on this, but since you love pizza, I had to get one of the pizza questions that I have on here. Chicago style or New York style? Oh, Chicago style. Oh, that's that's shocking. Kind of <laughs> depend. I mean, I, I maybe I thought you would have been biased because you did grow up for a period of time in New York. So I thought maybe that was or no, you left. You left New York when you were really young. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually... I actually hate New York style pizza. Oh shit! <laughs> it's so flimsy to me. Like I, I, I hate it. I prefer Chicago style pizza, definitely. <laughs> I, for me, I've always told people because they'll be like, "Oh, I love New York style. It's the best." I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm all about more food, and like, you're giving me more more food for all my pizzas. So yeah, I'm gonna go New York style all day. 
I just, the, the New York style pizza is just, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I always laugh when people are like, oh, that's not a pizza, that's a pie. And I'm like, pizza is a pie. All right. Like, it's all the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's all going down the same food. All right. <laughs> or the pizza pie. Or they're like, it's a casserole. It's like lasagna. And like, well, I like lasagna too. So th- that that's why I, I want it. It just has crust on it. Lasagna. It's great. Oh, God. I, right, right. I love lasagna. <laughs> Italian food in general, but like a, a nice, good lasagna. Like I have a, I call it my adopted family. I have uh, one of my best friends. Like I over, I always go over to his parents' house for Christmas and Thanksgiving and Easter. And I'm like, I'm like part of that family, basically. And my friend's mom, who's like my second mom, she makes lasagna almost every holiday meal. Well, like I said, whether it's Christmas, Easter or Thanksgiving and like the times that we don't have it, I go, I'm upset. I'm like, why don't we have lasagna? Cause she'll do like a meat lasagna and a cheese lasagna. And I'm like, I love them both, but why aren't we doing it this time? You're right. <laughs> oh, that sounds so good. I love that. Oh, that sounds so good. You're just getting hungry on this interview. I am. <laughs> All right. Question number two. Favorite flavor of Pop-Tarts? Oh, man. Um, that's a good one. Um, I, I really like the, the strawberry milkshake uh, Pop-Tart. But I also um, I like the classic, the, the strawberry and the brown sugar ones, you know. But I think um, the strawberry milkshake one is my favorite. I'm going to start calling the strawberry milkshake one the Faye Jackson ones. When I, when, I think, when, I think of, when I think of milkshakes now, I think of her, but yeah, it's been a while since I've had even like a strawberry milkshake. I'm, I'm more of a s'mores and then like, I will get some random cravings. I, I do want to try, cause I, I swear it's only available at Target. They have like an apple pop tart. An apple one? Yeah. I got to double check whether it like, if it's just apple or it's some sort of like special thing with it, but I swear that they have an apple pop tart and they don't have many apple flavors anywhere for stuff like that. But I, I'm, yeah, I'm going to try that. Yeah. I think I, I'd went there and I had seen it a couple times and then it was one of those things that like stuck in my brain afterwards. And I was like, now I want to try that because I don't, I don't know whether I've had it or not. And I don't know whether if it's good. And then I checked all these other places. I'm like, huh, maybe it's like this weird target exclusive. The only place you can get it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go to Target and see what's up because that sounds good. I really like apples. Uh, question number three. I know you're a fan of this food. We've already talked about it a little bit. Wings, bone in or out? <sighs> bone in. Hell yeah. Bone in. I, I just feel like bone out wings, uh, the little boneless ones. I just think they're just um, nuggets covered yeah. in sauce. I've heard nuggets. I've heard it. chicken strips. The best answer I've heard with them are. If it's white meat, it's not a wing. Really? Technically, <laughs> I believe technically, I believe a wing is dark meat, right? I thought it was white meat. I think it's dark. Don't quote oh. me, but I swear up and down. I know I've had somebody say that, but yeah, like regular, regular wings are dark meat, I believe. Oh, what's your What's your favorite uh, wing sauce? Don't matter where, like of all the places, what's your favorite? Oh, man. Um... Okay, I got two. Um, at Wingstop, they have this mango habanero one. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's so good. And then um, at that place in Myrtle Beach, Wild Wing Cafe, they had this garlic parmesan flavor. And Ooh. so good. It was amazing. 
So those two, those two are my favorite. The only sauce that I like at Wingstop that I've tried, because I'm not really a, a hot person. I always stay away from those, but they're mm-hmm. Hawaiian. Yeah, my brother gets that sometimes. Oh. I really like that. That tastes good. We we got in the, the craving for wings um, uh, this past Friday, and we were trying to remember like what sauces we like. Yeah, I'm like, like their mild was okay. I was kind of uh not in, i won't say not impressed but i wasn't a fan of the lemon pepper it's only because like it was a good taste but i like a saucy wing mm-hmm. and like yep. those those aren't saucy so it's like eh, that kind of takes away from other than that like i mean they were good and like i think i didn't care for their barbecue and i'm a big barbecue fan like for me my favorite uh sauce is quaker steaks barbecue so the, they, they have a good one yeah that is pretty good the only wing sauce that we tried that we remembered liking was the Hawaiian and we bought like a 30 pack on Friday and we fucking <laughs> tore those up watching WandaVision. Oh, and we both looked at each other. We were like, that was a good idea. <laughs> Man. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good idea. Anytime you can get a bunch of wings with some great sauce, always a good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, question <laughs> number four, uh, Pepsi or Coke? Oh, man. Coke. Okay, good. That's the right answer. <laughs> I don't. I don't yeah, know what it is fun. about Coke. It's just to me, it's hands down the best. It, it's way better than Pepsi. Um, when I see people drink Pepsi, I just be like, "We're gonna die!" Like, <laughs> like, <"Wait, laughs> why are you drinking that? I'm like, you know, I can clean rust off my car with that. Like, and then, like, I mean, I don't have rust on my car, but if I did. Like, <laughs> I, would, I would use some Pepsi to clean it off of there. But like, Pepsi sucks. I'm just like, that's uh, right. But also, being from an island, um, Coke is very popular uh, in the Caribbean for some odd reason. But, yeah. Is the Coke down there equivalent or maybe even better than the, Mex- the quote, Mexican Coke? Ah, uh, I think Mexican Coke is better, but... Um, it's not like too much better, but like I, I okay. think it's better. I think um, the stuff in the Caribbean in general, though, is like better than like everything in America. Like all the food is much better. It tastes like fresher, more authentic. So, so mm. I think you're just biased. <laughs> <laughs> I know the chocolate is definitely better. Well, I mean, that, that goes down a different rabbit hole. I think there's a lot of people that think American chocolate just isn't that good, especially like if you try uh, English chocolate, like you try Cadbury from England, like where the proper Cadbury is, not the, I think the Cadbury here might be made by Hershey's maybe. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's just mm-hmm. night and day difference. Like I know I want to try uh, Nestle Kit Kat. It's so good. They, they got them in Canada. It's so good. Like. Last time I wrestled in Detroit, I went, I crossed the border just to get a uh, Kit Kat bar. <laughs> God, that's almost like me when I go to Detroit. I literally, because uh, I actually just did, also did this on Friday. Uh, I won't go into Canada because I don't have a passport, but this one place that I deliver at is right by a convenience store. So anytime I go into Detroit at this particular place, I'll walk over to the convenience store and buy as much Fago as possible. Like, granted, you can get mm-hmm. Fago here, but there's certain flavors that are, like, harder to find for me, like Candy Apple and, like, Arctic Sun. But if I go to these places, it's like they're stuck because Fago is in their backyard. Right. So mm-hmm. I, so I kind of do the same thing in Canada. Oh, God, they have so many, so many great snack foods. Like, I had a friend, uh, actually a couple friends, 
couple years ago, they brought me down like just a box of treats. I gave them a list of ones that I'd heard about. And I'm like, bring these to me. And they did it. Oh, God. The, have you tried a passion flaky? Mm-mm. That's a really good one. Uh, also, they have like things that are like moon pies. Uh, one's called a May West and the other one's called a Joe Luis. Like they're like a moon pie, but actually fluffy. Because I think that's the thing about moon pies. They're a little, it's a little bit more of a, I don't want to call it harder, but like compared to, compared to a cake, it's still like a little bit harder. Like these are perfect. And they're so good. I actually brought, I think I brought some for Eric Stevens back at Hey Yo. Like they, to me, they were excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to have to, um, I'm gonna have to try those. I'll probably have to send you a list of a lot of, a lot of the, the crazy good stuff. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I want to try, like I, one thing I want to go into Canada and try, cause I've not had it. And that's actual poutine. Oh man. So good. So good. Definitely go and try it. It's so good. Like supposedly there was a place by Our Lady of Mount Carmel that sold poutine, but I don't know if it was as good. But I know like a lot of Canadian friends like now, nah, like you gotta you have to have you have to have in Canada. Like get poutine here. So eventually I know that's what I want to do. Yeah, you you definitely definitely go up there and go to Canada and try some of it. Cause yeah, like they say, like it's different, like being like in America and getting it, and then like going to actually where it originated from and getting it. Like two separate entities. You know what? What is actually really crazy that is different from uh, the United States and Canada and food, and it's it's something you wouldn't even think about. It's the barbecue sauce from McDonald's. Really? Ours is, if I'm correct, because that's one thing I had them bring down because I'd heard that they they're different, and I end up doing a taste test with them and i want to say ours is sweeter theirs is a little more uh i keep i have the word of my on the tip of my tongue but i'm afraid i want to say it wrong uh mystique oh, okay yeah, yeah like yeah. supposedly like that's the difference and i I want to say that's what i remember it being but it's it's been a number of years but i thought that's crazy like you don't think like oh it's gonna be barbecue sauce oh no their barbecue sauce is different like what <laughs> yeah now I gotta go like see what's the difference. Like, yeah, when you go to other countries and then like you eat the food like that was that's in America and you're like oh like like for example like I don't like KFC in America, but like I went to Barbados and like the KFC was so good. Wow. And I was just like, what are you guys doing that they're not doing in America? <laughs> like I need to know. <laughs> I want like yeah like I want to try KFC in Japan because I want to see what. With them being crazy about it, is it actually different? Yeah, I want to try it too. Like, I want to try so much food in Japan. So much food. All right, let's move on to question number five. Favorite cereal? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, what is my favorite cereal? Um, I've had eight cereal in a long time, but when I was a kid, my favorite was between Reese Puffs, um, Cookie Crisp. And uh, Frosted Flakes. Those are three good classics. Yeah. Especially Reese Puffs. I, that's always good. Same thing with Cookie Crisp, but more with uh, Reese Puffs. I love Reese Puffs. Like, I'm a big Reese's fan. So, hey, when they, I seen they had a cereal, I was like, oh, shit. Let me get some. And then, like, most of the time, like, my parents, they didn't really let us, like, eat a bunch of junk or anything. But, like, so we didn't really eat cereal often. But when we got to eat cereal, I was like, oh, yeah, 
And then, like, me and my brother and my sister, we will all get different cereals when they let us pick out a cereal. So it would work out. So it was like, oh, let me have some of your cereal. You have some more cereal and such and such. So, yeah. I did not have brothers or sisters, so I I really missed I never even thought about that. I was like, oh, let's all eat different cereal and then, like, try each other's. It was more like we had, you know, one or two cereals in the house, three at, at very most. And, like, maybe one day I'd have one cereal, next day I'd have the other. And mm-hmm. just to where I try not to get too tired of one cereal because i know i've had uh periods where it's like i would get the same cereal like a couple times in a row or even maybe up to three times in a row and by the time i got to that third box i'm like yeah i'm really getting tired of this like i loved it the first box and now i'm like yeah let's just move on to something else and then i learned like just have different boxes and bounce around and then they're always good i agree with that like it's like it's like once a year I, for like a week, I get like a like a serious ass like cereal craving, mm-hmm. and like I buy <laughs> I buy like a box of cereal from like BJ's. So it'd be like the the two bags in one box, and I just eat all the fucking cereal, and then I'd be like, all right, I don't want no cereal no more. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like see you next year, cereal. <laughs> and my parents think it's so weird, and I was like, I like I don't know, like it's just that one week. It's always in the summertime too, like. Just had that one week. I'm like, damn, I really want some fucking cereal. I just clobbered a fucking cereal. And then I said, like, all right, no more cereal for me. And this is like right now the weird time of year because this is what I've noticed over the past, like at least two to three years, because we're getting done with Christmas. Once January hits, that's when like new food products like to come out. Like they, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. released uh Dunkaroo cereal, which is pretty good. Uh, what other? They just re-released the old s'mores cereal, the uh, s'mores with a Z from the like late '90s, early 2000s. So I don't. I, I recently bought that to retry to see if I, if it was as good or bad as I remembered. And like they've done this other times at the beginning of the year, where they throw out all these cereals. It's like okay, I gotta try this. And the same thing too. That was the beginning of last year. Coke released uh, the Coke energy drinks, and now they just released the Coke coffee. Which I've tried in our. I've seen it. Those are those are interesting. the The dark roast tastes almost like Coke Black, which was out in the early two thousands. Didn't really last long. The van- oh my god, the vanilla coffee Coke tastes almost like vanilla Coke, but you're drinking coffee t- really? with, with it too. Oh, it is so good. Like I bought and oh, going back and buying multiple cans of that. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna drink this from time to time. And then there's the there's a caramel one. It's good. But that was the third one I tried after vanilla. And I'm like, oh, like vanilla is my shit now. Because like I said, to <laughs> me, it just tasted like vanilla Coke. Definitely. Because I love vanilla Coke and I love like French vanilla coffee. So it's like, I'm not a, Jesus, you're giving me all these food ideas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I probably should have warned you. My interviews aren't like every other interview. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about some shit and we're gonna talk about food because everybody everybody loves to talk about food. I love food. Like I was thinking about you know start like because I, I think I'm like a, a real foodie. Like so I think I'm just gonna start video recording. I'm saying Wes started starts to do it. <laughs> I was like, damn, he stole my idea. But <laughs> I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna do it anyway. I don't know. Just that throw your spin on it. So be good. Yeah, because I like I think he's just doing stuff like around Cleveland. And, like, I go a lot of different places, like, around, like, inside and outside of the country. So I'm just like, I can do it like that. All right. Question number six. 
that I tailor around my guests. And this I actually did change because it was a topic we didn't really necessarily get into. I want to know what was your highlight of being a theater kid? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, my highlight of being a theater kid was like, I guess like being in the actual plays, like I've always been, um, an entertainer at heart. Like mm-hmm. I've always been, you know, somebody that get the crowd going, like to make people laugh, like to be, like uh, I've always been an entertainer, so being able to perform in front of the crowd, in front of the like the whole school and stuff like that, because we had like a big ass auditorium um, at Shaker for like plays and stuff. So um, definitely performing in a place and um, seeing all the plays come together from the months of uh, from the months of rehearsal and stuff. So definitely, and then um, Shaker also like every February they did a play called Sankofa at the end of February. It's a, like a black history month play. Okay. And, um, yeah, it was, it was really cool. You know, you're just celebrating, you know, the past and the present, like artists and stuff like that. Artists, uh, historians, all that. Uh, I think it's really fun just to be, it was really fun being part of that and then watching it every year and stuff like that. So definitely, you know, performing. A lot of people would be surprised, and I'm like, "Yeah, I was a, I was a theater kid." <laughs> They'd be like you, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, me. <laughs> I mean, I was. We didn't, we didn't call it theater. We called it a drama club, and I, that was one of my favorite things in high school. I did. There was two extracurricular activities that I did: drama club and marching band. And I just, I tolerated marching band in a way. It turned into a, a thing that I could go watch all the all of our high school football games for free. Uh, my senior mm-hmm. year, we actually went nine and one and uh, made it to the playoffs. We lost in the first round, but it was still like really, really cool to watch. But the thing that even with that season, I loved drama club and I found out about it my eighth grade year when a friend of mine who was a senior at that time, she, she got into drama club and I was like, Oh my God, like I love, I've loved entertaining like this since I was a kid and uh, like we did talent shows and like I'd, I'd always do stuff like that. I want to get involved in this. So I went in day one, kind of made a really good impression. And then we did two plays a year all throughout uh, high school, which was that was the, the norm of, you know, to uh, play in the late fall, early winter. And then one like right before spring break, I was in every single play. And then even a bonus play that our our director got together for our the bicentennial of my hometown where they, it was her picking people that she thought would be really good in the play. And I was one of those names. So I like, not only did I hit all eight plays, I got a bonus uh, ninth play that not everybody had. And there was something about like, like you said, watching a play uh, from just the, the early stages of maybe casting. And then like that first read all the way to like building the set and then to like dress rehearsals. And it was always fun. And for me, the thing that I loved doing, I loved ad-libbing because I liked making people laugh. And there was a lot of times I would read a script and I go the night of the play, I'm going to say this, this, and this, I'm going to interject these funny little jokes in there. And there were times that I got crazy amount of laughter because of it. And it was just me, me having fun. I agree. Ad-libbing is like, one of the best things and i feel like um that ties in really good with wrestling Mm -hmm. like wrestlers that can live you know think on their toes and stuff they're 
they're like the top tier. Like, <laughs> and that's why I, I tell people like all the time when it comes to wrestling or like cutting promos or something. Like, don't think too much. Just go out, just go out there and do it. Just do what you feel or say what you feel is best. And I think that came from uh, years of being in theater and stuff, you know, and being in journalism. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Thinking back when I did a lot in high school, Jeez. but yeah, I live in, that's one of my favorite things. If you can, I live your top tier. <laughs> I love, like I said, I just love making people laugh. I don't even know that you're in your journalism too. Yeah. You are someone who've, you have a really big resume that like a lot of people don't know. Like we didn't, we didn't touch upon like your, uh, your track skills and all that. Cause I know, I know that's, that's been talked about in other interviews. Um, and I know there's definitely, there's other things about you, but it's really cool to get to know you a little bit more. And uh, Yeah, I, I was all over the place. I had so much interest in so many different things. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and I'm going to do that. But then, you know, I'm going to still get my schoolwork done. So, like, high school, like, I didn't, like, <laughs> I was doing so much stuff. And my parents was like, we don't know, we don't know how you still have find the time to have bad behavior. I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I got good grades. So, you know, like with my parents, they were like, you know, you got to have like at least a 3.5 to be in like all the curricular activities. So we were like, you know, that's cool. But, you know, we didn't agree on good behavior. Like we just agreed on good grades. But, you know, <laughs> so they was like, okay. <laughs> like, like, calm down. Like, no. Okay. You're not getting both. We didn't, we didn't agree on that. But yeah, I, I had a lot going on. I just, I, I, did, I did everything. All right, let's uh, let's wrap this episode up. Like I said earlier, it's been really great to learn more about you and have our first black female wrestler here on the show. Thank you. I had so much fun. Learned about a lot of new foods that I've been, you know, taking notes on. I'm gonna go ahead and try. <laughs> I had fun though. I really enjoyed this. Like, it was dope. Mm-hmm. Any uh, final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go? Yes. Um, follow me on all the platforms. Uh, Facebook, Jocelyn Navarro. If I get blocked again, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> but um, I'm on Instagram, um, Jocelyn underscore underscore Navarro. And Twitter, Joss underscore E underscore Navarro. So just, just follow me, you know laugh at me trying to be more um more pg <laughs> so <laughs> and you know follow me oh you know i'm doing big things this month this this beautiful february i can't speak too much about it i just have to let it you know happen i'm doing big things this month so just look out for it um i'm actually in a street fight this saturday at ovw so watch that yeah that's all i got that's all i got <laughs> you want to throw out your Snapchat too? Oh yeah, Snapchat <laughs> Jossy three three two J O S Y three three two. Follow me on there. Um, yeah, some sometimes you know I'm, I'm pretty funny on Snapchat too. You know. Oh, and I made a TikTok. I don't I don't remember the name. Uh, I don't remember the name for it. Probably shouldn't have said it. Oh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Everyone, <laughs> it's Jocelyn underscore Navarro thirteen. So. Follow me on TikTok. Um, I'm going to be on there. I'm going to be more active on there more. Follow me on there too. And just be entertained. 
Just enjoy the entertainment. And of course, you can find myself at jsummers330 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Much like you can find this show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, Twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, and Instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. Email if you so choose, desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com. And we have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Like I said earlier in the show, please rate, review, and subscribe to your ever listen to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. And you can find all of these in the link tree in the show notes. Check out our friends on the Trending Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Eurovision Showcase, The Spanish Announce Table, and Wrestling with Altitude. Check out our other, check out our other podcast friends, such as Pod Van Dam. Super Fantastic Podcast, It's Evolution Baby, The IndieCast, Sobros Network, Biff Radio, Off the Hop Rope, Game Marks Podcast, We Like Sports Podcast, Powerbomb Jitsu, The Spotlight Series, Fully Posable, Doing the Favor, Positively Pro Wrestling, IWTV Guide, At Odds with Wrestling, Best in the World Podcast, Marks with Mics, Dark Match Podcast, and Porch Talk. Check out our other non-podcast friends, such as Thrift Store Jobber, The Savage Stash, The Mystery Men, Redline Radio, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, VHS Party Tonight on Instagram, Happy Hour with Steve Guy, The Co-Host Wrestling Show, Good Company, Toy Hio Toy Show, which next Saturday there will be the annual Toy Hio Toy Show featuring Brian Myers, a.k.a. Kurt Hawkins, formerly of WWE, now the most professional professional wrestler and of course you can find him on the major wrestling figure podcast but he will be at toy Ohio and also at toy Ohio, you have friends of the show also time capsule toys and smoke and jace barbecue please if you can check out this show aiw is going to be there as well so it's definitely going to be an awesome time continuing with the list stay tough wrestle void midwest territory southern underground pro and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, and we're probably going to make you hungry by the end of it. Later. (laughs) It's the Wrestling Cheers. Get up on your feet. Praying in your day, in the middle of the week. And you gotta love the show. Yeah, you know it holds a title for the best podcast. Talking wrestling in Ohio. Finishing a cold one. Take a load off. We ain't all about the prohibition like Josh. So we cheers. And then we sit back. Other shows are in the trash. Kinda like they Nick Stapp. Like the name is Matt Justice. Wearing all the gold. Wrestling Cheers is coming to a close. The number one podcast going in the game. And one day everybody's gonna know the name. It's the Wrestling Cheers. This is Platinum Max. Signing off. Ohio. Good night. The world. Good night. We love you. We'll see you next week.